BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And we're here recording another episode for you beautiful people. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Are we a little sleepy? You know, I'm getting my personality back (laughs) at the moment. We purposely went to a coffee shop and said, let's get some caffeine because neither of us had had caffeine. It was like 3 p.m. And we're like, we need to be boosted up. We're not recording till a little bit later. And then both of us went home and took a nap. Yeah. The caffeine didn't do its job. It made us a little sleepy. Made me so sleepy. You know what I've noticed? Sometimes when I get a latte, like basically two shots of espresso, right? It makes me so tired. Like I'll get it to be like, I'll have so much to do and then I'll drink a latte and I'm like so tired. But when I drink alternative, a matcha, I feel great. Interesting. Yeah. There was a Suns game on and I fell asleep during half of it and I woke up to Devin Booker making a great shot. And I woke up, I literally smiled and was like, wow, <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting my personality back. The problem is that I woke up a little too recently. It was like mm-hmm. 45 minutes ago, or maybe an hour ago. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got the candle going in here. It smells great. Oh, and- that, that's what smells good. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, it smells good in here. I wonder if it was just your essence. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it's like anthropology candle. But yeah, the vibes are great. I wanted to take today to clean my house and Mm -hmm. I did not do that. Fell asleep. (laughs) Yeah. I woke up and I was like, it's literally nighttime. Yeah. I have done nothing. Cool. The biggest mistake I make in my entire life is waiting till like, I'll say I'm going to do something in the evening. Like I'm like, oh, tonight I'm going to put my laundry away. The motivation is just crashing. It's It's also the weekend right now, if anyone's wondering. Yeah. So anywho… I think I talked about this last week and we're actually recording this before that episode even goes up. So I have no feedback whatsoever from this um, little segment I talked about last time. But I know this may not be relatable for everybody, but um, diastasis recti is like when you're abs separate, when you're pregnant and postpartum. Anyways, but this part is relatable for everyone because the thing that I've been trying to do that I feel like has actually been working a lot is called diaphragmic breathing. I believe. Hmm. And basically, it's how everyone is supposed to breathe, but no one does. It's like deep breathing in your belly, not in your chest. So when you're breathing in, this is how you're supposed to breathe like every time you work out pretty much. It's like when you breathe in, your belly should rise and your chest should not rise. But like the first thing, if you breathe in, like it's natural that your chest rises. So weird. But anyways, so you have to focus on it. mm -hmm. That's weird. Like fill your belly up when you inhale. And then basically it's really good for your inner core. When you exhale, your stomach goes down and you suck your core in and up. That is strengthening your inner core, which brings your abs together. That's how you're supposed to breathe, period, or just when you work out? um, I think it's like the most natural, better way to breathe. Hmm. I don't, because when you breathe in your chest, that's called shallow breathing. Awesome. So it's really interesting because… I love um, being a mouth and shallow breather. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've been doing this like for five to ten minutes when I remember like multiple times throughout the day. Like I'll start breathing like that. And I swear it like makes your mood better. Yeah. It makes like… Well, obviously, anytime you b- focus on your breathing, it makes you like more present in the moment, which makes you happier. But I swear in the last couple of days that I've been doing it, I've noticed a difference in like how my abs feel. And tightening it up. 
And I'm like, oh, wow, this is like, and it might be a placebo effect, but I feel like it's been acting quickly. Like even Nick was like, your, your abs look better. Like they look like they've kind of come in just a tiny bit compared to how they were, which is like the freakiest feeling in the world when your abs are separated. Like so crazy. Anyway, so. Well, that's um, good. Stay tuned. Still on this. We'll see how it is in like a couple weeks, but. So that's beneficial for anyone to do. Yeah. And I think it's, especially when you're working out because it basically will make your waist like slimmer as well because you're tightening your inner core, which like holds Mm. it all together. It's also good for like your pelvic floor, which a lot, a lot of people struggle with postpartum. That's why like you leak pee sometimes Mm. postpartum when you laugh and stuff. Wow. I hear moms say that all the time. Yeah. But it's really interesting stuff. I haven't like done any of the workouts. I bought this guide for it and Mm -hmm. I just got to the breathing part, but I was having Nick do it and he was like starting to panic because he couldn't like breathe to his stomach. He's like, I can't do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But I was going to say, it's very interesting because that's how babies naturally breathe. That's how Case always breathes is like when you're watching him sleep, you see his stomach rise and fall. Huh. Like that's how you naturally start to breathe. And then as you get older and like life gets more stressful, you start to shallow breathe. Weird. Well, speaking of shallow breathing, mouth breathing, (laughs) some people have actually been asking me, I've gotten this question like more than I thought I would, but if my chin implant like fixed my mouth breathing, they were like, Mm. oh, so now that you got a chin implant. Like you don't mouth breathe Do you not mouth breathe? No. Unfortunately, (laughs) the mouth is still wide open. I am a literal fish when I'm sleeping, drool ever. Like, no, it has not solved it. You know, the deed is already done. It's like I've been mouth breathing my entire life. I think there's definitely ways you can start to improve it. They have this little like tape stuff from Amazon that I actually bought, but I didn't want to wear it while I was like recovering from surgery and stuff because there was just already a lot going on. But now that I'm feeling a little bit more back to normal, I think I'll start using it soon. But basically you kind of tape your mouth shut, but not like straight up shut. It's like very thin and you can still breathe a little bit, but it keeps your lips closer together at night so you don't just full on open your mouth. And there's actually, I've heard a lot of benefits to not mouth breathing aside from the cosmetic side of it. It's like just in general, this girl I saw on TikTok was saying that it, same thing, like has improved her mood. She's been feeling a lot better, a ton of stuff. So there's actually a lot of improvements that can be made from switching now. Like to be blunt, like you're not gonna, your face shape isn't gonna change unless you legitimately get surgery like I did. Yeah, You know what I mean? But there's still a lot of health benefits to not mouth breathing. Like mouth breathing is not the way to breathe. It's not the ideal way to breathe. Yeah. It causes a lot of issues. Otherwise it would just be called breathing. Exactly. So stop mouth breathing. So yes, I'm I'm a mouth breathing (laughs) queen, but. Have you heard that um, song by Cody Ko? Like right. bullying. Stop. Yes. Or wait. Knock it off. Knock it off. That's what it is. <laughs> Racism. So funny. Knock it off. When did he make that? Is that recent or like years ago? Years ago, I think. Oh my god. Ahead of his time. Ahead of his time. Native. 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 Woo. One of our favorite deodorants ever. And it's aluminum free, which we love to see that. Um, I love their coconut and vanilla deodorant. I wear it all the time. And I also have one for like more sensitive skin as well. They have fragrance free. They have so many good scents, actually. If you guys just go to their website and we'll give you a we'll give you a special link at the end of this, you will find lots of delicious smelling deodorant. Laith loves when I wear my native. So if you're like us and you care about what goes on your body, it's time to try native personal care products like we did. Every native product is thoughtfully formulated to keep you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. They're best known for their aluminum-free deodorant. Native wants to help you practice safe sweats, which is why they keep their ingredients list bare naked with ingredients you can understand like coconut oil, shea butter, and baking soda. Native deodorant checks a lot of boxes, 24-hour odor protection, naturally derived ingredients, a smooth residue-free application, which is actually one of my favorite parts about it is that the consistency of it, it goes on very, very smooth and over 10 cents, like I mentioned, to choose from. So I have the coconut vanilla and I also have the cucumber and mint, which are both amazing smelling, but they also have other scents as well, like lavender and rose or even unscented like JC mentioned. Recently, Native has partnered with Baked by Melissa with a collection of scents inspired by Baked by Melissa's delicious cupcake creations. So from tie-dye vanilla cupcake, mint cookie cupcake, fresh peach cupcake to ginger lemonade cupcake, they are sure to make your day a little sweeter. Now is the time 
time to make the switch from an antiperspirant to native. When you visit their site, you can discover all their fresh scents and maybe even try out one of their moisturizing body washes while you're at it. Smell and feel fresh all day long with Native. Get 20% off your first order by going to nativedeo.com slash what we said or use promo code what we said at checkout. That's nativedeo.com slash what we said or use promo code what we said at checkout for 20% off your first order. Go check it out. When you guys listen to this, I will actually be leaving for New York that day. Which I am excited about. Oh, that's quick. Yeah, it's coming up very soon. If you guys want to follow along with the New York trip, check me out on TikTok. Some people are asking me on my live if I was ever going to get Instagram back. And the answer is, I do not know. Really? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Dang. Well, I'll be home. Check out my TikTok. (laughs) Check out my TikTok for more. I like have these thoughts of like, oh, I have this like great idea for a TikTok. Or like, I want to hop on my story and say something, you know. I just said hop on my story. Hey guys, a lot of you have been asking. I just wanted to hop on here. (laughs) But I'm constantly like only in a bra or like not wearing a shirt or breastfeeding. It's like never am I having these good ideas when I'm fully dressed and ready to go for the day. And it's really hindering my freaking social media career. Yeah. I can relate. I feel like a lot of my ideas come legitimately when I'm laying in bed. I'm like, really? And I have like no makeup on, like a massive shirt. I'm like, this is, but you know what I think is that that's the beauty of TikTok is you can record. I mean, if you're straight up, you don't have a shirt on then no, but I feel like. My mom got mad at me when I recorded breastfeeding. What do you mean? She was like, you recorded actually breastfeeding? Well, I was like, his whole head was covering my boobs. Like I was, I've worn bikinis more revealing than that. (laughs) She was like, Chelsea, you know, not to throw you under the bus, mom. My mom was like, I was like, I never talk about anyone on the podcast. My mom was like, I've heard me mention quite a few times. <laughs> Sorry, Stephanie. Sorry, um, mommy. But when anyways. you were on your stories or something? No, it was a, it was a TikTok. Oh, but. see, that's why parents aren't allowed on TikTok. My mom keeps yeah, trying to get mom. it back. And I said, no, don't, don't. Knock it off. Knock it off. You <laughs> don't, the thing is, is that. This is my safe space. Yeah. So my mom was telling me about this reel that she saw and she was like, oh, they said this and like was shocked by it. And I'm like, "Mm." I told her, I'm like, to be honest with you, that's just TikTok humor. And that's why reels do not, like TikToks do not belong on Instagram. They do not convert. Because they do not convert and people do not understand the humor or the trend or like people are just confused. And I'm just like, just keep it, just stop. Yeah. You You don't get it. I have a question for you. What do you think about the TikTok stories? So I have mixed feelings. Number one, I think it always just kind of annoys me in general when apps take elements of other apps. Like that's what I feel like has ruined Instagram is like trying to make it into a video app. I'm like, just Mm -hmm. let it be what it was, which was photos. Let TikTok be the video app. Like that's what we want it to be. So on one hand, I'm like, no, don't add another element. But on the other hand, I've said for a while, you you know I've said like, if TikTok comes out with stories, I might never get Instagram back. Yeah. Because that's the only part of Instagram that I really like or that I would engage in normally was like just looking through people's stories. I rarely would even scroll through my feed, to be honest. So for that, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool and exciting. However, the thing I don't like about it is I think there needs to be a separate tab to view stories because I don't like that it's just like, showing up on my yeah, when I'm scrolling it'll be like a true. photo and I'm like what's happening yeah. like what app am I on I don't like this but I do like when you can click on someone's profile and like see that Same. they have a story and you could like see what they're doing that day yeah. I feel like that is actually a very cool element that could marry Instagram and TikTok together and be the ultimate app like yeah that way you know because certain things on TikTok I'm, I feel like I wish there were stories so I could show little bits of my exactly. day exactly it so, almost like, I don't know. I was excited about it because I feel like a lot of the things daily that I do that I want to share, I'm like, well, this isn't really like a whole TikTok exactly. worthy. Like, I just want to show a picture of my dog or something. And I'm not going to just like make a TikTok of it. And then it like ruins my engagement or something like that, you exactly. know? Exactly. But yeah, I agree. It is weird when it pops up randomly. It's like, I wish it would have had its own little space. Yeah. I think but, it should have its own, kind of like how Instagram has the bubbles. Like mm-hmm. there should be a little separate tab where you can do stories and you can view everyone's yeah, stories for the day. It's true. It's like if Instagram would have just like stuck to its thing, but You're it just, tried to be like, like what is the up with IGTV and Reels? That's my no, main question. They've, they've, they're trying and videos. Be, this is what they did wrong, in my humble everything. opinion. Everything. The, the one thing that they did right was steal the stories idea from Snapchat because yep. it actually was very successful. Even yeah. though when they first came out with that, I'm like, huh? But now… 
like I see that that is actually the main like thing. draw yeah. of Instagram is the stories. So I think that was the one thing they did right back then. Even at the time though, I was like, why are they doing that? Like, just let it be, you know, mm-hmm. let Instagram be Instagram. So that was one thing I liked. Then they did IGTV and they tried to become YouTube. Why did they do that? And then they did Reels. And that's where it really like threw it over the edge for me. Because it's, I'm Reels open Reels are the to, bane of my existence. I'm open to things changing. But it's like, again, I'm not. I, go on, <laughs> I go on TikTok for videos. I don't go on Instagram for these videos. And people just repurpose them. So I'm like, I don't know. It just kind of kills the mood. So also, have you seen that TikTok? You can do 10-minute videos now. That to me is a little like also sketchy. Yeah. Because I feel like Wait, mine also, hasn't updated. It won't let me do that. Mine hasn't either. But like I heard that that's definitely a thing that's happening. And that also makes me feel like, I don't know, would I ever, like I go on YouTube for long form videos. I don't think I would ever be scrolling and then yeah. watch a 10 minute video. No. I don't think I would watch someone's like full on vlog like that. I know, but they must, this is my thing though. It's like, they must do like studies. Yes. Were people like that? Who though? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll see. I mean, I just really, what I don't want is for TikTok to like be its own demise and then just like be ruined again. Like Instagram. I'm like, no, you no, 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 no. We it, have right? a good thing coming. Or we have a good thing going. Yeah. You who? know who did it right? Vine. They died a hero. Yes, they did. They, they did. left when, you know, a little bit earlier than they probably should have, but it was Perfect because now everyone misses them and, and everyone only has high, you know, like, oh, Vine. Like, Good that memories. Was great. Instagram, they've lived long enough to be the villain. <laughs> 100%. I'm so over it. I know. Well, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> spent all my time on there. <laughs> the thing is, I'm just, no, I'm not going to get into it. It's I really wish it would go back to just photos because I still just love, like, That's the thing. Photos. I love photos. Like, it was like a real life Pinterest where it's like, Pinterest, but people you knew. Mm-hmm. Let's bring it back to that. Yeah. I, I feel like in general, Tyson and I were talking about this, not to linger on this subject too much longer, but he was saying he the thing he doesn't like about TikTok, a lot of things that he sees is he's like, I feel like a lot of people on TikTok, and I feel this way kind of about social media in general. I guess it just depends who you follow, but it's like a lot of people that you'll see on your For You page, again, depending on your For You page, are like trying to become influencers and just talking about, that's like all they talk about is like, here's what you could do for engagement. Mm. And like Tyson was saying, it just seems very thirsty. It's like, why can't you just make funny videos? Like, why does Mm. it have to be like, and this will get your engagement up and then try this. And if you use this trending sound and do this, which there's a niche for that. And I get that. And like, it's not that I hate on that at all, but I was like, I get what you mean. And even with, I don't know, I feel like Instagram used to be, a fun, creative expression type of thing. And now it's like, you have to repurpose your TikTok. TikTok's on reels, but remove the watermark and then post this many times a day and do this. And I'm just like, again, you just kind of are ruining the fun. It's yeah. because now it can be a career. You're making us do science and math. <laughs> and that is not why we became influencers. <laughs> you know, it's, it's yeah. just sometimes when you get too involved in like, oh, my engagement is down. I need to do this. I need to do this three times a week. It's like, yes, this is a career. So you want to work hard at it and stuff. And I'm not minimizing that because like, you know, I hate when people think that it's like, you know, that basically it's so easy and stupid to be an influencer. Like, I don't think that at all. I just feel like sometimes it's too harped on like the techniques and things to use to grow. And I'm like, let's just have fun. Like this is, I don't know. Takes a little bit of the authenticity out of it maybe. Mm -hmm. I think. This is so interesting because I was actually pondering on it today while I was watching, long story short, Lego Masters, but um, they were doing like a Pinewood Derby kind of thing. And I was thinking about Pinewood Derby like back in the day. I don't know if you like your brothers ever did it for like Boy Scouts or whatever. If you guys don't know what Pinewood Derby is, basically like you make your own car and it's like out of wood, you whittle it down, whatever. You put wheels on it, you see who's the fastest. You race them. Yeah. And it's fun because you want to see like, oh, I'm going to make my car like this. But I was thinking nowadays, would that even be fun? Because you can just Google how to make the fastest car and do that. Like versus back in the day, you just kind of had to guess like with what you knew, you know? Yeah. And I think about that a lot of times with how much information we have like access to within seconds, it ruins kind of the fun of some things of figuring things out. I think that about some TV shows, the first couple seasons are amazing because the contestants, it's like Bachelor, Bachelorette, Survivor, like a lot of these 
reality shows, they go on there because they're actually like in it for the experience. They don't know if they're going to be famous or not. Yeah, there's and, like an element of like naive being naive and not knowing exactly what you're getting exactly yourself into. Exactly. Like Survivor, it's like the actually in Survivor, the first couple seasons, it's like the best Survivor one, really. You yeah. know, nowadays, never do the really like athletic, like, you it's know, all just made a game. to survive in the, you know, woods person wins the one that's like good at challenges smart like they always get them off so fast and they're so strategic because they've watched seasons before you know what I mean exactly it kind of ruins I thought about the circle too the first season of the circle was the best because Mm -hmm. they didn't like the winner was actually who should have won instead of like well I'm not gonna vote for this person because blah 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 and it's just right you've like done too much research I, I know exactly what you mean and I'm not again I think it's great like these accounts that have tips for creators and stuff obviously this is my full-time job I'm like all for people becoming influencers it's mm-hmm. not that I think people shouldn't you know like I, I like that I'm just saying I feel like it, it's turned into like just so many people just want to be famous and it's less about just like oh I make videos because I enjoy it it's like okay how can I get to the top mm-hmm. you know that yeah, ener- yeah, yeah. that energy surrounds a lot of videos that I see and there's a lot of like clickbait stuff on TikTok where it's like doing a dance to a sound and not giving the answer till the very end just to get watch time. Like, it all just seems yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And I get it. A I, simulation. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, That's did all. Did we ever mention what the, this um, episode is about? I don't no. think so. And it has nothing to do with anything we've been speaking about. We're reading Reddit wedding horror stories. Horror. In case you thought she said whore. Horror stories. Also, I saw you cuss on TikTok, JC. <laughs> my first B word on TikTok. It reminded me of that TikTok sorry, sound. Mom. I do actually cuss a little. Uh, I hate that sound. It started out funny and now it's on my, for, I saw it on my For You page actually 300 times. I'm not joking. 300. I'm not joking. I, I think it more. might be more. It was like, it became, you ever have that the happen? uncut jams. Thank you. Yes. It's like you have a sound. It's so funny at first. And then after a while, it's just like, oh my gosh, if I hear that again, I'm going to freak out. Um, Yeah, we we wanted to switch it up, you guys. Today we're doing stories from reddit which it will be a little bit different i think because Mm -hmm. it's not you guys writing in but i also think this gives us free range to absolutely annihilate these people yes you know true we can fully unleash because it's strangers we don't even know if they're true someone on my live the other day was like i'll never forget when i wrote into the um what we said advice column and you absolutely annihilated me (laughs) i was like oh it's like what did you write in about but i i don't think i ever saw her response but i was saying i was like here's the thing we are going to treat you like you're our best friend and we're going to say just very exactly bluntly we what we feel. think. And mm-hmm. we would never mean to like hurt anyone's feelings. It's just like our true feelings about it. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind. If you if you write into Absolutely our advice. annihilated me. Like, what was it? Was it the girl who said her boyfriend wasn't ready to commit and we were like, oh, immediately now? Yeah. Probably. Probably. It's okay. We all need a little slap in the face every once in a while. I need it all the time. Okay. I'll go first. Ready? Yes. I projectile vomited into my new husband's mouth during our first dance because I was overheated, dehydrated, in a tight corset, and had 85 people staring at me, lol. So that there was that. Into his mouth? Ooh. That's a zinger. Projectile vomiting. Fun way to start the pod. Into his mouth. <laughs> That's a new one. Was his mouth open? <laughs> He's singing along to a song. Maybe they were right kissing. In. Sick. On my wedding day, my mother-in-law told me I looked beautiful, but not as beautiful as her daughter. Oh. Um, bye. Like her daughter on her wedding day? I don't know. Or her daughter that day. Ooh. That's almost worse. Yeah, the daughter on that day, on yeah. a casual day for her. She's like, you're beautiful in that white dress, <laughs> but my daughter looks stunning in her bride's Why is that necessary? I don't understand. Very serious religious wedding. The minister had made it clear he wouldn't stand for any shenanigans. One of the groomsmen had a pizza delivered during the ceremony. The pizza guy walked up the center aisle, called out the groomsman's name. The groomsman paid for the pizza and placed it on the ground next to him, all in complete silence. Nobody laughed. Nobody moved. The minister just did this laser death stare at the pizza guy and then at the groomsman. After the pizza guy left, there was a long moment of more silence. And then the minister continued from where he left off. It was extremely awkward for everyone. I don't understand any part of that. Was he trying to be funny? Read the audience. Yeah, read the room, dude. Read the, yeah, read the room, my friend. Was he trying trying to be funny? funny? I mean, 
Okay, Unless he was like gonna... literally dying of like starvation. He hadn't eaten seven days and he needed a pizza at that moment. What we're not going to do is do that on someone else's wedding day. No. It would be funny if it was like the, the bride groom. and groom yeah. had planned that or something. He's like, oh, we had a pizza mm-hmm. delivered to us at our… That's like a moment maybe, but… Yeah. Yes, is not Honestly, about that's cute. That is cute. You should, if you're a bride and groom, you should have a pizza delivered, and then you like cheers a pizza slice and you eat pizza. cute, and, and it comes down the aisle and you get yeah. photos of it. That's cute. This, however, is not about you, groomsmen. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you making that? Why are that's you middle child energy. You? Yeah, and I say that as a middle child. That's shocking. The priest during the ceremony kept calling the bride Elizabeth, despite her name being Kristen. The, the bride and the maid of honor tried to correct him, but he was so old and hard of hearing that he just kept continuing calling her the wrong name. That's kind of bad. Her name was Kristen, and he called her Elizabeth? Yes. It's not even close. Well, you know what's crazy is this same thing actually happened at a wedding that I recently went to. And the guy said, uh, or sorry, the, it was actually a woman. The, what was it called? The person who marries them. The, 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 efficient, the, 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 the efficient. Efficient. She said the bride's name completely wrong. Same thing. A different, completely different name. Or was it his name that she was mispronouncing? One of the names. She she said it wrong once. And everyone kind of just like laughed because it was like, oh, like it was a mistake. And she's yeah. like, oh, sorry. I meant whatever. And then she did it, I think. I don't know if she did it one or two more times. Wait, like a completely different a name? A completely different name. What? And then afterwards, she was like, oh my gosh, it was it was a past wedding I was doing. Like I couldn't get this person's name out of my head and it was someone else's wedding. But I will say, even though it's like an honest mistake, when it happens like two to three times and it's your wedding day, yeah, it's kind of bad. Like, that is bad. You Because even when people say… That would start pissing me off. Yeah. Like, you're, first of all, you're paying this person to like, you know, m- do this at your wedding. And yeah. If are you technically even up, married? No. They don't say the right name? Well, the first name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> But I was thinking, even when, because Leif and I have kind of hard names. Like, if you're just reading them, most people call us Leif and Jackie. That's just how it is. And this is unrelated, kind of. But Leif was saying, if people call him Leif in a setting where it's like, we're hanging out with someone all night and they just keep calling him Leif, he's like, it does make me feel disconnected from them. Because it's like, you don't know me. You do not know my name. And you're not willing to like… Like, I already right. corrected you and you're just not willing to, like, say my name correctly or, like… And I feel the same way. Like, when someone repeatedly calls me Jackie, I just feel, like, this disconnection where it's, like, I am disassociating. So, so I don't really care, but it's it doesn't feel like we're close. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? For sure. And so I feel like at your own wedding, I'm thinking if I was at my wedding and the person kept calling me a com- either a completely different name, which is even worse, or even Jackie, I'd be like, you're ruining literally yeah. my wedding day because that's not my name. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's better to have somebody you, you know be the whatever at the wedding. Maybe. Because then they won't do that. And then they know you a little bit better. Like True. I've been to a lot of weddings where it is. It's like one of their best friends or like a dad or an uncle yeah. or something. I think it's sweet. That would be sweet. Better than an old Rando. person who doesn't know your freaking name. Yeah. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work, you know, and especially the most important one you can have in your life, which is your relationship with yourself. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about, our friends, or our family. We'll go out of our way to treat other people well, but how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? You know, investing in yourself just in general, I think, is a great thing, whether that's therapy, coaching, just self-care stuff. It's great to prioritize yourself in this way because then you can be a more, you know, happy, positive person, hopefully, and move forward in life through hard things, but it can help you out a little bit in those moments. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does, and therapy is a great way to make sure you show up for yourself. As someone who personally has gone to therapy and it's helped tremendously, I highly recommend BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. You can give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and what we said listeners get 10 
10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash what we said. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash what we said. This one's for all of our small business girlies out there. Time is money, and you don't want to waste either with repeated trips to the post office. With Stamps.com, you can skip the trip and focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer and saves you money in the process so you can spend less time at the post office and more time making your customers happy. I really feel like shipping things out can be one of the most time-consuming and potentially inefficient parts of running a small business. So this is really a game changer. Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress for more than 20 years. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. They give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And you get discounts that you cannot find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. So stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. I know whenever I've tried to like sell my clothes on Instagram, I'm like, oh, this will be so fun. And then once I get to the actual post office, to ship. No amount of money seems worth it (laughs) for that experience. So you need stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code what we said. Go check it out. More funny than horror. Horror. I'm trying to like enunciate that, but it sounds worse. I was one of the nine's groomsmen in my friend's wedding. When we stood on the stage during the ceremony, the last groomsman in the line, the bride's brother, was a good 30 feet from where the bride and groom were standing. Anyways, before we walked out, bride's brother says to me, man, I got a fart so badly. No. Me thinking he was joking just told him to let her rip. About 10 minutes into the 45 minute long ceremony, he did (laughs) indeed let her rip, but silently so. Okay. Due to the air conditioning and the church being on, it took a bit for the stench to hit me. (gasps) It was like a low-hanging fog. Over the course of the next couple minutes, I observed this pungent cloud overtake each groomsman one by one until (laughs) hitting the first, the groom's nostrils, then the priest, and finally the bride who started gagging. (gasps) Oh. Really? That bad, He probably pooped his pants. Because that's pretty bad. I mean, good thing it was silent. Yeah. Because then no one knew it was you. But Silent but absolutely deadly. No. That's oh, That's bad. There is nothing. You know what one of the worst experiences on earth is? Is being on an airplane and someone <gasps> lets one freaking rip. And it's yes. silent but it is deadly. Deadly. It's horrible. It's you so, kind of always know who it is though. And everyone's just acting like they don't smell it and everyone wants to just gag. Yeah. It's the absolute worst. Oh my gosh. Okay. Friends had a small wedding with the reception in a private area of a restaurant with about 30 people. After the meal, our server came through the doors with the three-tier wedding cake in her arms. When she got front and center, she slipped and hit the floor like a rock, face first into the cake. The initial laughter stopped quickly when it seemed she might be hurt because she wasn't moving. Oh! She got up with help, obviously, sore, but crying as hard as I've ever seen, hysterically apologizing over and over. Fast forward a couple hours, and thankfully, she was physically okay. But even better, she was serving New Yorkers who had money, felt terrible for her, and were now drunk. I don't know (laughs) what the hosting couple tipped her, but I'm certain she picked up another $5,000 from the guests on the side. I threw her $100, and I'm cheap. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what was she? She was a server. Oh, my gosh. When she does that on purpose? When she's a con man? Or a con woman? Anna Delvey who? Just kidding. I don't, I don't know that story at all. <laughs> oh, you didn't watch it yet? No. Oh, well. She's a con artist or something, right? Yeah. I saw she was on Call Her Daddy. I haven't listened to it, though. She was? Yeah. Oh. Isn't she in prison, though, or something? I was going to say. Like, I, like, I think I she literally was, like, remotely from prison. Oh, I'm not stop. Joking. I'm dead. Yeah. I don't oh, even I need know to listen. anything about it. But, yeah, that's, like, her new routine. Trips into the… I mean, that's nice. Honestly, I can relate where… I would be photographing a wedding. Not like make a mistake like this, but like I would never do that. <laughs> uh, I would be photographing a wedding and 
just as the night goes on, if it's a wedding where people are drinking, like everyone just gets nicer and nicer and like more generous. Yeah. Like they're just like, oh my gosh, you are amazing. You are the absolute best. Like tipping me so much. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. Um, Maybe I should be a bartender. So anyway, I'm glad that she got some money out of it. That is really horrifying. And you would just Mm -hmm. feel so… Like, you ruined their day. Yes. Even though it's probably not the end of the world. I feel like if that I happened, thought they were going to say she had a steak stuck in her eye or something. Because I, I was going to say, I feel like if that happened at my wedding, I wouldn't be mad. No. I feel like I would just feel so bad that she feels horrible. Yeah. And it would just be like a funny story to tell later. I feel yeah. like I would just be like, oh my gosh, it's not That's the a thing with deal. all wedding horror stories. It's like, in the moment, it's horrible. And then later on, it's the best, like… You have a story about your wedding day. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost worse if your wedding just goes absolutely perfect. Okay. My mother-in-law wrote her son a letter a week before we got married, telling him to think very carefully about what he was doing, as he needed to be sure he was marrying someone he loved and trusted. We had been together for six very happy years at this point. She later walked out of our wedding in tears, drove home seven hours away without saying anything to anyone, and then followed that up by emailing me saying she didn't know what my husband, her son, saw in me. That's where we're going to have to draw the line. Girl, why? Do, why? It's not about you. It's Always so weird. About uh, uh, I mean, Case is literally three months old, so <laughs> it's like he's nowhere close to dating. And I, I see where it's like you want your son to to marry and date someone that you love and that treats them kindly. But like, what are your standards? Impossible? You know what I mean? It's like, how come there's so many girls that are being disproved of by their mother-in-law? Are we all like blind to seeing just how like toxic we're being? I don't think so. I don't know what it is. I was actually going to say, now that you have a son— can you understand a little bit more maybe? Because I'm just clueless. I'm like, what are these freaking women doing? But I also don't have any kids and I can't even really picture it. So it's like picturing him getting older and dating someone who you're kind of like, yeah. Does that make you feel? But I feel like I have a good judge of character. So if they are actually like toxic and or crazy or manipulative or like doing something that I'm like is hurting my son, then I could be, I would see me being like, Okay, dude, like, yeah, saying something to him, but not if she's just like a normal, nice girl. So yeah. that's what, like, has got me thinking, like, are we just like maybe glossing over the fact that maybe some of these girls are right in, like, oh, my mother in law is so crazy, like, she doesn't want me to talk, like, she when thinks I'm stealing away shocking. from the family. It's like, well, are you stealing away from the family? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, because I also think about that. It's like, if my son just stopped talking to me, like, that would break my heart. Yeah. So then I probably would be like, hey, is, is she like trying to literally like take you away like from but, our family? But I feel like a lot of times it's only when the mother-in-law starts being overbearing that the wife like wants less and less to do mm-hmm. with Yeah, that's them. true. And then they do like stop spending time around them and it becomes this whole other thing. But it's yeah, like yeah. only because… Chicken the, or the egg. Yeah. The mother-in-law was being like very controlling or crazy or something. So yeah. it's like, okay, let's distance ourselves. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. I think sometimes when people do say, like, I have a crazy mother-in-law, they could also be crazy. Yeah. But then I think they're also definitely is. I, um, I'm literally so lucky. Like, I'm really not just saying this, you guys, on the podcast. Teresa, if you're listening to this, thank you for being, you know, normal. Because I truly feel like my mother-in-law is one of the coolest, like, I can't imagine being luckier. Like she yeah. is so just lets us you do, do our thing, thing completely and just like loves us and is just like great. Yeah, it's such a blessing. It I've really never, is. I'm like, wow, I can't even imagine like yeah. having a crazy mother-in-law like this, like stifling everything and just like being so involved. Yeah. I don't know. Just being Nuts. like and making so everything dramatic. about her. Yeah. yeah I would no, just that like, would be a no. That would be so hard to deal with. Oh, I do have something. I want. I, I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast because I made a TikTok about this and it was a little controversial. Take a shot every time we say TikTok on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about this, JC? G- give me your hot take. Okay. Daddy's girls and mama's boys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I was saying like, you know, I was thinking about this because when, you know, there's shows or movies where the daughter's like, 
my dad is my whole world. He's like the first man I loved. Like, and the dad's like so protective over the daughter. Like, you'll never find a guy like me. Like, I'm going to beat up the guy that comes and dates you. Yeah. It's like, oh, so sweet. Like, that's sweet. But then if if it, the roles were to be the reverse and the mom was doing the same thing as the dad, mm-hmm. it would be like, oh my gosh, crazy toxic mother-in-law. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And I was thinking, and people were like, well, no, because mama's boys are usually like dependent and they don't know how to like do their own stuff stuff and they're like it's usually it means something worse than daddy's girl because i was saying like well what's the difference like yeah people are like oh she's just a daddy's girl but like oh she's he's a mama's boy like that's more of a negative connotation yeah mama's boy and i definitely i definitely see like how some mama's boys are if it's like you know but Depends. I think you could say the same thing about a daddy's girl could also be dependent on her dad for stuff That's and not learn whatever. Yeah. I, Toxic masculinity got us again. Yeah. I definitely agree. Yeah. I think that it's like mama's boy's negative. Daddy's girl's literally like cute. Yeah. Because there's like literally you just songs it. about like your daddy's little girl. Like I'm the first man you'll ever love. Like no man will love you like I do. Yeah. It's like if a mom wrote that about her son, like <gasps> people would go crazy. 100%. So… I'm just saying, like, let's keep the same energy, you know? Yeah. Maybe it's just because by nature, women are more, I guess, usually on paper, more involved or nurturing. So it's, like, seems more just controlling and possessive than, like, a dad who isn't as, I don't know, uh, hands-on. I don't want to say hands-on, but Mm -hmm. kind of. Like, that's how you traditionally see it. As, like, oh, the dad goes off and works and the mom's home all day with the kids. That's what you think of when you think of, you know traditionally how it is so maybe yeah people were like well daddy's girls are usually more independent they can like whatever whatever and i'm like what that makes that that has no they think because their dad like taught them to change a tire or something so they maybe in that way but i'm like in my mind like a daddy's girl is someone who like the dad spoils and like takes care of and protects right is like buddy buddy i don't know anyways i just thought it was an interesting concept that is interesting I love doing journalism on this podcast. (laughs) Okay. Not a complete disaster, but the bride's mom wore what was basically a wedding dress and insisted on walking her daughter up the aisle with her father. They were divorced. There was not enough room for all three people to walk comfortably. Wait, what? Can you say that again? So the bride's mom wore basically a wedding dress and then insisted that she walked her daughter down the aisle with the dad because they were divorced. Okay. Um, and, but there wasn't really enough room for all three of them. So it was kind of, you know, not the vibe. After the wedding, we found out that the photographer had become enamored with the maid of honor. And at least 50% of the pictures he took were of her. And there oh, were gosh. zero portraits of just the bride and groom. <gasps> oh, please. So those are like two different situations. Jeez. Here's the thing. I'm not… The fact that she basically wore a wedding dress does concern me. However, the walking her down the aisle, like, okay, I don't yeah. hate that. I mean, it's non-traditional, but maybe she was, like, a way bigger part of her life than the dad was. Yeah. And she, you know, and maybe even the bride wanted that. Yeah. But if it was her that was, like, pushing for it, yeah, a little weird. But if the bride was like, I really want both of you to. Like, I don't have any exactly. problems with doing, you know, non-traditional things at the wedding. It's like, whoever you want to walk down the aisle. For sure. Doesn't matter. Not gender, I don't care. Yeah. Um, the taking the photos of the maid of honor is a little… That is a little much. You get your wedding photos back. It's just like all her. You're like, cool. <laughs> Love that I paid all this money for a photo shoot for her. It's literally… Um, I didn't read the rest of the story that I had. I just realized there was like a second part. It just You're was kidding. like a space. <laughs> so Wait. I just stopped. It seemed like a conclusion. So Okay. We'll continue, please. Okay, I've this already was forgot the it. one. Um, she later walked out of our wedding in tears, drove home, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emailed me saying she didn't know what my husband, her son, saw in me. I refused to have anything to do with her until she apologized to me. It was a lovely year of no contact with her at all. But then I got pregnant and she came crawling back. We have built a relationship of sorts now. Though I feel on her part she still hates me, but doesn't want to do anything to jeopardize the sort of truce we've reached in case we don't let her see our daughter anymore. Which I would never do. I want my baby to love her granny, even if I think she's the devil incarnate. I still don't let her babysit, though. And whenever we invite her over for dinner, she texts me a list of what she wants to eat. Like, see you at five. I want soup and homemade cake. <gasps> no. Not the homemade cake. Not the homemade cake. I refuse on principle to have her dictate what I make, so I just ignore it. <sighs> Why? Like, those are the kind of things that are… That is crazy. It's yeah. just like, stop. What? Why? Our friend was telling us about 
another one of her friends who her mother-in-law was throwing candies at the back of her head, like just out of spite. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that has nothing to do with the like wife. That's just a crazy mother. Yes. Like you're just a crazy person. Like, Not even. Yeah. Why? Who throws candy at someone's head? Or it's like too food? much. Who throws anything? It's too much. It's really too much. Yeah. If you have a good mother-in-law, send her a nice text. Say, thank you for being. Thank you for thank being you. Thank you for being you. Lori, if you're listening, thank you for being you. Yeah. Um, okay. I'll read my next one. It's a shorter one. At my cousin's wedding, one of the guests sat on a glass liquor bottle and it shattered. <laughs> Sorry, you're like, you sound scared because I was really oh, oh, sorry. It scared, <laughs> no, scared it's me. Okay. of glass going up someone's butt. Sat on a glass liquor bottle and it shattered, leaving shards of glass on the guest's buttocks. I believe it was a small one he had in his back pocket and he sat on the metal railing of a camper van he had come to the venue with. Sadly, my cousin, the bride, is a nurse and she had to be the one to remove the glass from this dude's butt and bandage the wound. Stop. We stand a queen. Yeah, we do stand a, stand a queen. <laughs> On move. duty always. Yeah. Okay, that would hurt so bad. That's like giving me the heebie-jeebies to even think about it. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay, my mother-in-law repeatedly told me that the wedding day is the groom's day because if he hadn't wanted to be a groom, I wouldn't be a bride. Okay. By extension, True. that also meant it was her day. <gasps> mm, that's a that's stretch. A, that's a stretch, my friend. Wait, couldn't the that's same stretch. Couldn't the same also be said? Yeah. Also, like, who's paying? The bride's family. Most of the time. Yeah. But I'm saying, couldn't you also say, if I didn't want to be a bride, yeah, you're like, what am I? Be a groom. The easiest thing to ever like walk the planet. Like, I made this decision as well to right. be married. Right? Or am I missing something? No, you're right. Okay. Like, you could literally flip it and be like, well, if I didn't want to be a bride, he wouldn't be a groom today. Yeah. Therefore, it's my day. Yeah, and therefore, it's also my parents' day. Yeah. And maybe my grandparents' day, too, because… It's everyone's day. It's, yeah. it's the bride and groom's day, period. It's not yours. Period. No, some I, I forget who was saying, like, they were like, no, it's kind of like your parents' day as well. Your wedding day. Mm-hmm. I just disagree. I feel like if I, I guess I'm not a parent yet, so I can't say. I think but it's, it's more like, kind of traditionally the parents' day because there's like a lot of tradition that goes with, like, family. You know what I mean? But I nowadays, just, I feel like it is more like the bride and groom. I just feel like it's selfish to think it's your day day when it's your kid is getting married yeah like no it's definitely not like your day because I guess maybe if they're paying for it's like I'm not saying don't be appreciative to them or don't like involve them in the process I'm just saying like at the end of the day this is about their love their love story it's it's their one moment it's like why are you I just don't understand making it about anyone else yeah I think it's definitely their day I think maybe like for the parents maybe that person was meaning like it's like kind of for the parents, not like the parents' day, if that makes sense, that like differentiating. Yeah. Like, because they are like celebrating their child being sent off, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I but get that. but that doesn't mean that the parents should have a say in like everything Every that goes thing. down, you know? But yeah. if it's like, oh, the parents want to invite somebody and they can suggest it, but the bride and groom have a laugh say in everything, I think. Definitely. Specifically the bride. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, was a wedding DJ for seven years. DJed several hundred weddings. Seen a lot of stuff. One horrible thing I've witnessed, I introduced the best man to give his speech and hand him the mic. He starts out by saying, paraphrasing because this was years ago, but pretty close to the quote, well, there were a lot of things that I didn't agree with in this relationship when it first started and that I still don't agree with because it's seriously messed up and unbalanced and the dynamic is too one-sided. Oh. Et cetera, et cetera. He's staring at the bride while saying this. Proceeds to trail off. But that's not why we're here today. We're here to celebrate the marriage between Jack and Ingrid. So I just want to say congratulations. Best of luck to you guys. Let's not. Let's not do that. The deed is already done. Course in wedding speeches. Sentimental story of you know how you know you know yeah either of the person yeah talk kindly about them, transition into the relationship and how and how sweet the relationship is, transition into compliments about the other person like that you don't know. You yeah. Know? So if you know the bride, like talk about the groom. Yeah. And then end with, you know, maybe a piece of funny advice. Done. Perfect. Beautiful. Stop making it about you. <laughs> Again, yeah. people go, oh my gosh, people will go on, first of all, for too long. Yeah. Too long. I've been yeah. to a lot of weddings because I used to photograph them and people would legitimately go on for 15 minutes and be talking mostly about their own 
Yeah. Like their own experience. I'm like, dude, (laughs) this is not the time. Yeah. Like it has like nothing to do with anyone else there except for themselves. Literally. Yeah. It's too much. That was a perfect um, breakdown. Perfect breakdown in course. Thank you for that. I have written a couple speeches in my day. I was at a small wedding. Only several of us were there, including the bride and groom. At the start of the service, the groom's phone started ringing. Yep. He answered it, spoke, then hung up. Restarted the service, and a few minutes later, his phone starts ringing again. He refused to turn it off as he was waiting an important call. Uh, been wa- been married for n- two years now, though. Okay, that's not that long, so they yeah. give it time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's not pretend like they have a successful yeah. marriage yet. <laughs> let's not pretend like it's been a 60-year reunion or, or uh, anniversary. Here's the thing. People always will say that, like, maybe I'm just being a rude hater, but they'll be like, they were high school sweethearts, and like, look, it worked out for them. And it's like, they just got married. Yeah. I'm like, mm, give, it give it 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it won't work for you if you're high school sweethearts or same yeah. thing. It's like, oh, she waited for him on his mission. And like, look, it worked for them. I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree they got married. But like, let's see in 25 years what the yeah. deal is. And again, I'm not saying that could be the case that for anyone. Anything, you could say that yeah. about me because I knew life for five seconds before we got married. Yeah. It's like, I'm aware that you could use the same logic. It's like, okay, exactly. you knew each other for less than a year. Let's really see if you, this stands the test of time. But I just feel like that's a common phrase when mm-hmm. people are like, and look, it all worked out. I'm like, did it though? Yeah. You're like, we'll for now. For now. <laughs> so cynical. <laughs> no. I, I do wish for you now. the best. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. My dad was the best man at this one wedding. During the reception, when he was about to give a speech, he forgot the bride's name. He spent a good 10 seconds hastily whispering to himself random names of girls that could possibly be the wife. Since he was holding the mic, everyone in the room could hear it. To others, it sounded like a long list of the groom's (laughs) past girlfriends. I'm dying. Please remove the mic from your face. This was probably like back when literally people got married like after two seconds of dating. So he was like, I don't freaking know this girl's name. Like, they've been dating for one month. That's bad. Yeah. Oh, that'd be horrifying. It's like, uh, Elizabeth, uh, Rachel, uh, Sarah. Dead. I was at a friend's wedding reception, and we were having a good time dancing. A different friend's kid, maybe five or six years old, was hiding under a table while his parents were getting shiz-faced and ignoring him. The kid mm. then started running and laughing around the dance floor, and I see him wipe something that looks like chocolate <gasps> on the bride's dress. She is mortified and everyone stops dancing. Dot, dot, dot. It was poop. No. He had pooped into his hand and wiped it on people. Years later, my wedding was child-free. As it should be. That's another one of my, the things I I was just about to say. What do you think about children at weddings? I think no kids at weddings, period. Sorry. I I mean, I think there were kids at my wedding. Like, I feel like, like I said, having gone to a lot of weddings— Mormon weddings and non-Mormon weddings, the vibes are very, very different. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I learned. Like, I had only ever been to Mormon weddings pretty much all growing up and my own wedding, like, everything. Yeah. And once I started photographing other people's weddings, like, not all of them, but a lot of them, the vibe is just different. And it's usually, like, more fancy. Like, it's just… I don't know. It's a bigger deal. Like, you will fly, stay at a hotel. Like, so, it's like a whole shebang. You, like, block out your calendar. A yes. Calendar. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> but sometimes Mormon wedding, it's like, oh, that's Thrown the Saturday. Together. Oh, I have like 40 minutes. I'm going to just throw on something like pair of jeans and go down to the cultural hall. Exactly. And I've always said, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast. It's actually so interesting to me that that is the case because of how seriously we take marriage. Like mm-hmm. you take marriage to be the most serious, like, you know, eternal commitment of all time in the Mormon church. So it's like ironic that you just like throw the wedding together half of the time and like no one cares what they wear. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like you said, it's, it's more of a big deal in other yeah. like people who are yeah. not Mormon. But it's like, to me, the party, that, the party sense they don't care about. I feel like like the, the reception is the part because it's not, I think the reason this happens is because it's not the ceremony. So it's like, they're just like, oh, this is just a celebration to gather presents and whatever. Like, come celebrate. But for the other people, it's like, get a ceremony. Like, you know, yeah. it's a bigger event. Yeah. So, I, I know what you mean, though. It's interesting. Yeah. Both the dynamics. But what I was going to say is, when I started going to, like, non-Mormon weddings, they're rarely kids. Like, maybe yeah. if, the per- like, if the couple had kids already, they mm-hmm. would be there. Or if they had, like, very close, like, you know, their 
whatever, their sister's daughter yeah. who's six, she's there or something. But it's actually was like kind of uncommon for kids to yeah. definitely to be at the reception. No, for like, sure. Like that was like an adult's party, yeah. you know, which I personally like. Like I Especially feel if like there's alcohol there. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like it's just not the time for like your four kids to be running around at someone's sure. day. Like it's yeah. again, because you can't control what your kids are going to do, especially if they're young. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's not like bad manners, but kind of. It's yeah. like, that's their day. Let's not like bring our four kids under yeah. five to this event. Just because it's a free party. No. Yeah, 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 for sure. It also, to end, it also depends on the wedding and the couple's vibe. Yeah. If it's very fancy and stuff, or if it's like, they're literally, I went to a wedding that was literally a carnival theme. It's like, okay. Yeah. Then I think the kids maybe bring the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. Oh, I was going to say, also I think with Mormon weddings, most of the time they're so young. So they have no money and they have like, true. they're just trying to get it done. Like, you know, whatever. And then with non-Mormon weddings or even the fanciest like Mormon weddings I've gone to, they're always a little bit older and more established. So then they do The couple themselves. mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. So then they do have like more of a ceremony. It's more of a big deal, which I love. Like I love doing that. But all the ones that it's like, they're literally 20. Okay, us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not calling you out here. We did the same thing. Yeah. 100%. It's interesting. Well, the pastor officiating my wedding had a heart attack. And my now wife and I caught him as he fell. No. We have a video of my wife in her wedding dress consoling the pastor's wife who was in tears behind the podium. One of my groomsmen is an ER doc and handled the situation well, and the pastor finally came back around. He was Mm. stubborn and insisted on finishing the ceremony through the sound of sirens of the ambulance coming for him. Then my brother, best man, passed out minutes later. Um? Apparently, he had put on the wrong collared shirt, and it was too tight around the neck. At least the EMTs had something to do while the pastor finished up. Wait, wait, wait. Oh the the groomsman's shirt was too tight? Mm-hmm. So that's one of the cause of the other heart attack. Yeah, he just passed wow. out because like, his air was, was being restricted. You know what? People Yikes. always are like, oh, why do guys get the comfy stuff? They get to wear pants. I would much rather wear like a, fl- a free-flowing dress than have those collared shirts with the freaking tie like yeah. so tight around your They're neck. choking them. Yeah. True. I actually don't think we got the bad end of the deal with the dresses, you know? Yeah, it depends on the dress, but I agree. True, true, true. Well, here's my story. I'm a wedding photographer, fairly high-end in the Connecticut area. I do a lot of weddings for people that are, let's say, well-off. Two years ago, spring wedding, ceremony in a church, fairly large group. Bride and groom are in their late 20s. Best man is the groom's uncle in his 40s or 50s. Ceremony starts without a hitch. Bride is all done up in an expensive white gown, makeup, the usual, and she looks nervous as all hell. It's a wedding day, right? I try to get the photos where she looks happy, but she's not giving me much to work with at all. Dang. I will say that is one of the worst things is when I have photographed multiple weddings where I'm like, they are not happy on their wedding day. And then I had it once where they're like, we wish we had more photos of us smiling like afterwards. And I'm like, you weren't smiling. Yeah. I was capturing well, what you was there. Smiled more. Yeah, I was capturing what was there. There were not many smiles. Yeah. And unfortunately, you looked just not happy, which is honestly sad. But that is the worst when you're like trying to get these cute moments and they're just not giving them to you. As the oh. photographer, you're like, great. You're gonna hate all these pictures. Anyway, and it's like, what are you gonna say? Smile, like be happy, because then it makes like, the worst. Yeah. Probably. Halfway through the ceremony, she starts to sway slightly. They get to the vows and she starts into hers. She's not three words in and loses all her breakfast all over the groom and herself. A commotion stirs, of course, as the bridal party tries to rush to her aid and she starts sobbing. I, of course, stopped taking photos at this point and started really listening to what was going on. I figured she was sobbing about ruining her wedding, but no. Through her wailing, she admits she didn't puke because she was drunk or nervous. It was morning sickness. (gasps) She continues wailing as the groom repeatedly points out they hadn't slept together yet. Oh, you're kidding me. As another wave of vomit comes out, the groom asks her whose baby it is. And she just gives a long guilty stare at the uncle, the best man. Stop. The groom turns to the uncle and without missing a beat, socks him in the (gasps) face and the uncle goes down. Chaos ensues. Wait, that's real? That's from Reddit. I don't know. That's crazy that is crazy why would she even admit that at the at the wedding yeah at the wedding be like well it's actually morning sickness i would just be like oh i'm sick and then tell them later like what do you mean in front of all those people who's the dad and it's literally your freaking uncle oh my god that is bad that is bad 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 
Maybe it was just like, okay, I've already vomited. Like, let's just get everything out into the open. That is bad. That is so bad. I wonder if smiling all day. It's like you're going to get married. Like, what were you thinking? Like, you were just going to go through with it? What if you hadn't thrown up? Right. It's like, what do you just said? You have a baby and he's like, hmm, interesting. Points out that I was like, oh, she, I was thinking it's kind of sweet. Like, oh, she's pregnant on her wedding day. Like, yeah. And then she has to tell him then and there or something. Like, kind of a cute moment. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's not the dad. So, yes. We lost that cute moment. (gasps) Oh Um, my gosh. Wow. Those were good. Yes. Those were good. I feel like you read it. Thank you, Beth, for scouring the internet for us. I feel like we could find some really bad worst dates or worst first kiss mm-hmm. or most embarrassing texts you've ever sent. I've been wanting to do that one confessions. again. Confessions. We can find confessions on Reddit for Definitely. sure. Definitely. I liked that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We are not sure at this exact moment because this is we're recording this before our merch launches, but we wanted to say thank you just in general because, you know, we know you guys are going to we always show up, so Thank you so much for buying our merch. And at this moment, like I said, we're not sure what the situation is. If it's sold out, if we can restock, maybe there's still some left. I have no idea. But go to our Instagram, which is at what we said podcast, and you guys can find all the info. We'll have like a link in our link tree or something if you guys want to check out the merch and follow along if you want to be involved in story episodes or advice episodes or just see our cute photos. You yeah. know, we love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.